Hey, what up? What's up, y'all? This is the blind leading the blind. Yep, it's right. And Jeff, let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, we all know that Flint water is horrible, but apparently, Houston is in the running now for the worst water in America. Well, it's like right outside of Houston, a place called Lake Jackson. Apparently, they have a brain-eating amoeba in their water in their water system. So, bro, apparently, it's like some kid. That was obviously he got poisoned from the water, and then he had like a brain eating amoeba. And I was like, damn, this is about as 2020 as it can get because <laughs> we really don't need any other things. Yeah, I don't even. How does something evolve to eat only brains? Like, why I don't know. It, why couldn't it just, you know, eat some of the tadpoles? I, <laughs> I don't know, but it's it like it's kind of weird because if you really think about it, it's like. Out of all the th- like, it's just like obviously some like long drawn out name that I can't pronounce. Yeah. But apparently, like it's inside of the water system, and like the governor made like a what was it called like a declaration of something. But long story short, he can't. Um, the people are basically long story. Uh, I'm trying to think. Let me look back at. So a disaster declaration. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So he's making everybody in the surrounding areas boil their water before mm-hmm. they use it. Like, it's a fucking third world country, and this is, like, the worst thing you have to think about, you know, during a uh, pandemic, obviously. Yeah, that is crazy. That that reminds me of uh, when Obama drunk that Flint water. Remember that? <laughs> when did Obama drink Flint water? <laughs> uh, when uh, they, after the whole Flint, you know, because that happened during his term. Yeah, yeah, after yeah. After the whole Flint thing, well, it's hard to say after because it's still happening. But I think um, they said that the Flint thing is cured, or well, not cured, but it's better. I've heard, I think yeah. I heard that it's like passing the guidelines and stuff like now because mm-hmm. it wasn't passing guidelines before. But I think it's technically passing guidelines now. Okay. Yeah. Well. I hope shit. After, <laughs> yeah. After the whole thing caught on, Obama went up there and you know got a glass in public and drunk out of it. Really? And, yeah. Yeah. Hey, he got that. That's what they really needed, though. So, if you really think about it, it's like you need if you needed somebody to come at least drink the water, just say, like, just kind of boost morale, make sure, like, hey, it's not poison. Yeah, I would say is I think the city probably has enough money reserved where they could have got enough water from somewhere else for the whole population for like a certain amount of time, kind of like. Kind of like a stimulus check for, for water. the pandemic, where this is like for water. Like, just bring some brand new water in. Yeah, just basically like go out of basically go out of town, load like packs and packs of water yeah. in like semi trucks, and then just yeah. bring them into the city. Yeah, I understand while that. it's because from what I understand, with the Flint thing, it wasn't just the um, like filtration system and things like that. It was literally like the pipes underground oh, yeah, they that were, were moving the water yeah. were bad. Yeah. And that it was getting that was getting into it. Yeah. Yo, I actually used to work for the water company, bro. And when I tell you that shit is so into, like that's a complicated system. Like yeah. as far as just like the water that comes in, it has yeah. to go get cleaned in a facility. Mm-hmm. And then once it gets cleaned at the facility, it goes to a new facility. And then from that facility, then it goes to your house. It's like yeah. there's just like water and wastewater treatment plants. Basically all water is recycled. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, people might not want to yeah. know this, but basically whatever you flush down the toilet, whatever you flush down the drain, it goes to a big place. They put some chemicals in it. They burn whatever off. 
and then they send it out somewhere new where it's um when it's basically onto that next part. So they clean it, quote unquote, with like chemicals, fire, whatever else, and then they just redistribute the water. So all water is recycled, bro. I have I, I that I, I have a high question now. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm not high, but I have a high question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All water is recyclable. So does that mean like like at some the water I drink like some dinosaur spit it out probably it out. probably it's like always been around what I tell you <laughs> that is like obviously there's probably like some new untouched water in like the depths <laughs> of the ocean <laughs> but as far as what I guess individual cities use yeah all of that water is recycled like yeah. so yep. whatever you, whatever goes down the drain comes back up the faucet yeah so as it should I think yeah, yeah I mean. There's really no like water. They just don't make water. Yeah. They'll be like, if you're what's that uh, what's that one process that we learned about like in elementary school where like the water starts uh evaporation, yeah, condensation, yeah. The water cycle, precipitation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then the runoff. Okay, I, was like, <laughs> I still remember that shit. Yeah. I was surprised I remembered that. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically it, man. Like I said, they got brain eating the me was out in Houston. Uh, don't necessarily know what else to tell you. Don't drink the water in Houston. You know. I feel like even if, like, um, I feel like if it was me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't want to say this, like, to, like, insult people in Flint or people in the Texas city. Yeah. I, it's just, like, if something was wrong with the water, I feel like even if I was dead broke, I would just pack up my stuff and leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, like, even I don't if know. I'd, didn't know what my next job would be, even if I didn't know where I was gonna stay, I would leave that night. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> but that's tough. That, hey, yo, that's tough to say. Like, cause granted, you ain't got no family. It's like, like, well, you don't have any family like, that's living with you. You ain't got no kids or nothing like that. Yeah. So it's hard to say just pack up and leave, especially if you're paying for a place. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's worse than paying for a place that you're not living at. Yeah. Um, okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And then just the fact. Of, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because, yeah, even even when you buy a place and when you rent a place, it's it sure you live there, but it also feels like a ball and chain on your ankle sometimes. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely a ball and chain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> trust me. Like you, it limits your what you can, what you can and can't. That's why you have to sign leases mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. If leases were only for one month. People mm-hmm. would not stay there yeah. on years on end at time. You feel me? Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. Like I said, it's that's that's shitty to have, man. Imagine that your governor saying, "Hey, you guys got to boil water before you use it." Like that's third yeah. world country shit. Like, yeah. and that's, that's a the great state of Texas too, <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, and to show you like how how broke I used to be and still having that mindset uh-huh. when I paid off my car. I kept thinking like, damn, if everything goes to shit, I can at, at least, least I got my car. I can live in this car. <laughs> you if, feel me? If I got a Tyler Perry out for a few months, then that's hey, all. Hey man, ain't nothing wrong with living in your car. <laughs> I'm about to say it's better than living on the street, man. Yeah. Trust that. You still <laughs> that? What was that movie that just came out? What was it? Little fires everywhere when they were living in the car. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. But um, I think that basically does it for that. But. <laughs> Uh, let's switch it. So I don't even know if I want to start talking about the new music that's dropping mm-hmm. or the new shows that's dropping. Not new shows, but like mm-hmm. the old shows that are dropping on Netflix. 
I think I'm gonna stick with uh, the Netflix right now. We can get into the music in a second. Yeah. But the Parkers is on. Yep. Boomerang drop. <laughs> half and half, and mm-hmm. one and one on one are coming back. I think on the fifteenth. I want to say. Yeah. And truth be told. I will I will die by this statement. The Parkers is one of the top three funniest shows of all time. Three. Top three sitcoms. Now, now you sound like me and Lupe last year. No, 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 no. The, yo, like when I tell you the Parkers is really like that, all right? Mm. So top three funniest, all right? Might not be the best sitcoms, mm-hmm. you feel me? But top three, just like stupid funny. Mm-hmm. Like you got the Parkers, you got the Jamie Foxx show, and then... You either got, I'll say the, oh, My Wife and Kids. Yeah, those are my top three funniest shows. Just maybe not, because, you know, Fresh Prince, like, they talked about stuff, like, so I think Fresh Prince is, like, best shows, but funniest, hands down. Parkers is in there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, top three. Yeah. As far like, black sitcom. You can just so, go black sitcom. So we're right going to do this just like the Lupe comedy. Yeah, wait, we can do that. Like well, I said, I'm, re- I'm ready about, to die about the Parkers, yo. So you're not talking about story or plot. No. You're talking about just pure funny. funny. How yes. funny is yes, it? Yes, just okay. funny. Like, it's stupid funny, you know, sad funny. No, not such thing as sad funny. <laughs> but uh, just, like, stupid funny or, like, interesting funny. Yeah. Just funny. Top three, I would probably go with, uh, okay, I know the first two. Uh I would say Martin, the Wayne's brothers, and okay. what is like really funny? Chase. A really funny one? Let's you don't have my wife and kids in there? Yo, uh, my wife and kids might be the greatest, like, as far hmm. as um, I guess just straight sitcoms. My hmm. wife and kids, that's that does not get the respect that it deserves, man. Hmm. Like funny and like actually talking about things too. Well, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about talking about things, but it was still a damn good, hilarious show. Yeah. Easily. Uh, what else would I put? In the so you got three? Fresh Prince. You got. Uh, let me I just... feel like so I so I will say this. I feel like the all overall winner, not just funny, like in every category, the yeah. overall winner all time. I would say is Fresh Prince. I, I think, can get with that statement. Yeah, I can get with that statement. But when we talking about like the funniest, just one? straight funny, bro. Yeah. Jamie Fox show. You don't have Jamie Fox show in there. It because Jamie Fox show be, fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I I have like so I feel like the Wayne's brothers and Martin are definitely up there. And the third one, I have like so many. I got. I need to. Decide. Yo, I think Martin is overrated. Like, I know. Uh, I'm, you're, I like. I promise you. Like, granted, back in the day, I used to watch Martin all the time. <laughs> like. When I tell you just like you remember like when you get home like the shows just used to be on like mm-hmm. like late nineties early two thousands type stuff like the shows would just be on yeah and Martin was funny but as I got older Martin's not as funny as it mm-hmm. used to be you feel mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. like Wayne's brother I think I'll take Wayne's brothers over uh, Martin and mm-hmm. I'd take Jamie Fox show definitely over. Jamie Fox show really might uh, I, Jamie Fox Jamie Fox show might be it yeah. Cause it's, I don't think that anything is just like straight like silly funny as yeah. that. Like there's no silly funnies. I feel like everything funny now is like a deeper meaning funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you have to think really hard, but then the joke comes to you cleverly three minutes later. You feel me? Yeah. It's not like funny, funny laugh and like this is just stupid. But I enjoy this type thing. Yeah. Oh, another thing. Do you consider George Lopez a black TV show? 
Because if you re- there's really such a small, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it from. That's that's a Mexican show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I feel like you really can't Don't. call it a Mexican. Sh- well, obviously it's a Mexican uh, <laughs> show, but I feel like there's name another Mexican like sitcom. Right, I think uh, exactly. There the, was one on Nick at Night or something, wasn't there? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what. Uh, it was. Taina. Yeah. Was it Taina? I think so. It was I like about the girl, couple. some, some, some being a star. Mm-hmm. Taina. Yeah. What I will say about George Lopez, uh-huh. I feel like um, his his stand up is like way better than his show. I feel like. Whoa, that's a bot. I haven't seen George Lopez stand up in a mm-hmm. long time, but when I tell you George Lopez's show mm-hmm. was a quality show, mm. all right. The Brothers Garcia is what I was thinking. Oh, about. the Brothers Garcia, <laughs> like the Brothers Garcia. That sounds so familiar, but I can't really remember. I didn't, what I didn't it is. watch it much, but I just remember it. Okay. So that's one. But basically, um, I watched some George Lopez mm-hmm. show, but really? when Pandora first came out. Mm-hmm. I was like going through I remember when Pandora first came out I was still in high school and I yeah. was just listening to that shit all the time because I, it was the first time where I didn't have to wait to download the song you know oh yeah just play whatever yeah. you want yeah Pan, hey people be sleeping like Pandora really changed the game yeah it was like, like Pandora the changed one. the game I think yeah. as far as like internet streaming platform yeah. stuff like that like yeah. I want to say Pandora changed the game because mm-hmm. that was before that was like after LimeWire, but before streaming. Exactly. When it was still kind of felt illegal getting yeah. songs, like whatever <laughs> song you wanted. Not whatever song you wanted, because they played it in whatever order they the wanted radios, to. radios, yeah. Exactly. But it's just, as far as just like alternative radios, yeah. yo, Pandora changed the game. Yep. That so, paved the way for streaming. Yeah. So when that first came out, I was all in it. And after I got done listening to everything I wanted to listen to, mm-hmm. And I found out there were comedy albums on there. Then I went in. Word. You know what? I did used to listen to comedy albums on yeah. Pandora, too. I ain't gonna lie to you. I still got Pandora on my phone. I listen to it sometimes. <laughs> I ain't even... Because, like, sometimes... I feel like with streaming, sometimes it kind of gets annoying having to choose every song you want to listen to. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just want to kick yeah. back and just let some music come to you. You feel yeah. me? Mm-hmm. This same thing with, like, when you're watching TV... Like when you're streaming TV now, it's like yeah. you have to pick everything you want, mm-hmm. you know. Because like back in the day, you just turn it to a channel like BT, and sure enough, they have Baby Boy or some shit playing. <laughs> like it's just like it's almost like if I turn the t- turn it to a channel, whatever's on, I'll watch, you know. Yeah. But it's just like not too much pressure, but it's just like you don't really want to watch um, the same show or choose the same choose a show every time because mm-hmm. you really don't get put on to new stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I use title mostly. Okay. Uh, you know, supporting the black owned. You know. True shit. Title yep. is black owned, isn't it? Yep. Beyonce's leaves don't pay for themselves. You know? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know that. Yeah, in that most times you have to wake your phone up and choose another song. Like, yeah. The yeah. it tries to recommend a good next one for you, but nine times out of ten you don't want to hear it. Yeah. And well, I don't know. It's, it did pretty good with me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, especially as far as like putting new, putting you on the new stuff. Yeah. I feel like Spotify probably does the best with putting you on the new music. I feel like mm-hmm. Apple Music doesn't really put you on the new music. 
But Spotify, like, they'll have all these different um, albums, not albums, but playlists and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you can get, like, an Afrobeats playlist, and it'll have, like, 50 songs. And then, obviously, a few of them are going to be new. And the same thing with, like, you know, alternative hip-hop, alternative R&B. Like, that's how you really find those underground artists that are, like, that's how, like, most of the artists that I really enjoy, I found off of Spotify uh, playlists, and then Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, just who is this person and they just like start delving deeper and deeper into their work yeah. and then sure enough they yeah. got fire yeah I think it has to do a lot more with how much you use it oh, cause yeah. I feel like YouTube is kinda scary where they almost know exactly what I wanna watch next yeah. cause I use it so much <laughs> yeah, yeah cause they have the most data that's why yeah, yeah. they have your brain programmed along with everybody else's brain so I heard something about the Jamie Foxx show that uh oh I don't, I don't know if I want to talk. I don't know. I mean, go ahead. Go, so, go ahead, because it's going to hurt my soul, but I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. You know what it is? No, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I'm going to cry later on, but go ahead. Okay, so Fancy from Jamie Foxx. Okay, yeah. She's going to be on The View now, I think. Oh, word. Yeah. They okay. She was talking to Jamie Foxx on uh, doing an interview or something. You know, everybody's doing quarantine radio and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and... Basically, Jamie was like, yo, you know we always should have been together, like in real life. Oh. <laughs> and uh, basically, I don't even know how to put this. Go ahead, say it she, out. She was basically saying, like, she, her friends would tell her that too, but she said, you know, there, we, there's a lot of ways that we don't match and this and that. And then she was like, saying, and, you know, you're way too big for me. She didn't put it that way. Way too big? As, as in, like... Oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she didn't put it that way. I didn't. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to put it the way she put it. Hey, yo, where, what it. interview was this? <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo that's this, wild. But this is... No, I'm not even done. I thought this I was going to get... Okay, go ahead, go this ahead. This is the part where... And then Jamie was like, yeah... So then, and then Jamie brought up, like, we always should have been together. Uh-huh. And then she was like, yeah, and, you know, you always act so weird around my boyfriends. And Jamie was like, yeah, you know, every time you got a boyfriend, I got to look at him a little funny, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, of course. And I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> like, fancy, you know, fancy's fine and all. Oh, yeah. But now that you know, she always with her big dick boyfriend, you still <laughs> be with fancy. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, he know he knows he's doing better than the other yeah. her, her other boyfriends because <laughs> you basically. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but that yeah, it's kind of funny because if you really like, I had never heard of that. Oh, go ahead, you but oh no, I was I was just saying like if you were dating a girl and they had if you they had that talk before you dated them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you start dating her now yeah and then at you know. The next cookout, Jamie's over there. It's, it's gonna it's, be bad. Yeah, it yeah. ain't gonna work. It's yeah, gonna work. like it's, it's it's horrible. It's gonna be complicated, a, especially the fact that it's put out for the world like yeah. that now. Yeah. So basically, anybody you date after that yeah. is gonna some way, shape, or form find out about that, and then they're gonna feel a certain way about that. But if if Jamie planned that, that was pretty clever. Oh. Cause he he pretty much locked her in. Yeah. Cause now ain't nobody yeah. else. Gonna be- Everybody's gonna feel some type of way now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's better than the damn Martin and Gina situation though, right? So, did you ever hear what happened with Martin and Gina? 
So, I've heard rumors, I guess, but not like official. So apparently, Martin used to be obsessed with Tisha Campbell, <laughs> uh, so the lady that played Gina in the show. Yeah. So apparently, like he had at one point in time, I think she had a restraining order against him, and he was like madly in love with her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Yo, this is just acting. Like we're not like that." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, that that's that's one of those things that like gotta hurt your soul. Like I don't even mm-hmm. know if I don't know which is worse." Like, not matching up, but her still choosing you or somebody getting a restraining order because it's like, yo, I do not see a future with you or it's just not going to happen. I need to get the cops involved because I don't like you like that. Mm. But I don't know, man. It's 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 one of those tragic things, but <laughs> hey, it is what it is. It's not me, so yeah. can't be too mad about it. Mm. Um, I think we did kind of start to touch into the new music a little bit right before we got into uh, yeah. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> but, uh, fuck it. Alright. Out of the, everybody that dropped today, right? So today's Friday, the uh, October 2nd. Mm-hmm. Out of everybody that dropped today. So you had Meg Thee Stallion that dropped. Yeah. You had Metro Boomin' and 21 Savage. You mm-hmm. had YG. You had LMA. You had Givian. Alright? So yeah. there's a whole lot of people that yeah, dropped uh, some quality stuff. Cardi B dropped something. Oh, Cardi B dropped something? I didn't hear about Cardi B stuff. I'm, I'm not, not sure if it was a single or an album. I don't know. Because I know, I think some of, I think Ella May just came out with a single. And I think Givian had like an EP. Meg had a single, but YG had an album. Uh, mm-hmm. Metro Boomin' 21 Savage had an album. Um, hey, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Metro, Be- Metro Boomin's beats are top. Like, I don't think that people know how much his beats will make an entire artist yeah. and album. Um, yeah. Because his work really can has the ability to just, I guess, put a rapper completely the fuck on. Mm-hmm. It's really no, it's this, there's like, there's like 21 Savage, he makes catchy songs, he's alright. Like, granted, ah, I, I, fuck with, I fuck with 21, but he's not mm-hmm. like He's not like one of those rappers that I listen to for context or listen to for lyricism Mm -hmm. or nothing like that. He's just like a party type of um, rapper. And when you have Metro Boomin' Beats and and 21 just saying some ignorant shit, that's a game-winning combo. That's a game-winning combo. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Metro Boomin', uh, Travis Scott, and Hit Boy are like really... The Mozart of yeah. trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit, Hit Boy made Big Sean's whole album, uh, Nas's whole album. Oh, uh, Nas just dropped some stuff too. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been killing it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't. Okay, I still think the greatest producer of all time has got to be Pharrell, though. I don't think I don't think it gets better than Pharrell because. Mm, I think. Really. It, I think I don't think you can name the best. I think there's apples and oranges, like. As far as okay, okay, let me producers. Let me, I say producers like uh rap. I guess mostly rap song producers. Okay, um, you still um, think it's apples and oranges? Well, I think because once you get I, into R and B producers, that gets a little bit you know. Because granted, you had like what was it Teddy Riley and Babyface back in the day and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. I don't even know their whole staple of work. Yeah. But I can tell you about like as far as like rappers from like the two thousands on. Mm-hmm. Like you had Pharrell, you had Timberland. You I think had, you need to split it up with gangster rap that you know Pharrell kind of rap. Yeah, and 
I think you need to split it up there because I feel I like I mean, shit. Pharrell produced most of Clips' songs, though. Yeah, Pharrell got. Hey, don't sleep off. Like Pharrell had Pharrell has the his um artist or his uh produce production. Mm-hmm. They have versatility. People talk about Drake being versatile. I'm telling you, you listen like yeah. Uh, Pharrell will have some rock stuff, mm-hmm. but then also have some trap shit. You feel me? Yeah. So I feel like. Pharrell is way more versatile as far more, more versatile versatile as a producer than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Let alone that man is still making hits. Yeah. Like. What about uh, Kanye? Okay, so <laughs> I I me personally mm-hmm. prefer Kanye as a rapper more than a producer. Mm-hmm. Granted, he produced a lot of stuff, but I will still I'm still taking Pharrell's productions. Over anybody else's productions. Mm. You like uh, I, so I can see if you prefer Pharrell's productions over Kanye's productions. Yeah, but you like Kanye's rap over Kanye's productions. Hell I yeah. Don't, Hell how yeah. is that? I, have, I don't understand. Because Kanye, because <laughs> Kanye, Kanye come with the ignorant shit, and I love the ignorant <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I I love the ignorant shit. Like mm. especially like even on like Watch the Throne when he was talking his shit like. I think I still think Watch the Throne does it like you know everybody knows that's a classic album, but I don't think people really grasp how classic of an album that is. Like it yeah. still bangs to this day. But but that's also produced by him. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean, granted, like I said, because like the stuff that he rap or the yeah the stuff that he raps on, mm-hmm. he pretty much produces too. Right. I just feel like with Pharrell, he has more range. So I guess more so with Pharrell in the background. Okay, so yeah, because I guess if it's songs that Fredell has Pharrell has produced mm-hmm. and rapped on or yeah. sung on, whatever he's doing at the time, mm-hmm. or it's Kanye what he's rapped on and produced, definitely Kanye. You know, yeah. But if it's just production and he's not rapping on it, Pharrell every time. But also, don't you feel like lyrically Kanye is kind of falling off a cliff? Oh, he's like, oh, yay, and like you know, oh, Jesus is King. Like lyrically, he's kind of. Oh yeah, he <laughs> fell the fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh, like I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that his last two albums were worth anything. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like honestly, I liked Jesus, but I hated his last few albums. Um, I yeah, I I liked Jesus too, but I didn't like the lyrics on it. I felt like oh, if yeah. he released Jesus as an instrumental, it would have been great. See, I feel like what he was trying to do, like. It was a different vibe. I feel yeah. like yeah. Jesus, it was almost like a scary movie for your ears. That's mm-hmm. how I always describe it. It's like a scary movie for your yeah. ears. It's not like, it's not trying to, you know, bang in the car. It's not trying to, it's just just that, that, just that vibe that he was going with. It's just like a, if you watch a scary movie, mm-hmm. and if you were to transition that into a rap album, that's yeah. exactly what it would sound like. Jesus and To Pimp a Butterfly are the two albums that really that were so good they changed the music that I like where like really? when I first heard Jesus and when I first heard The Pimple Butterfly when I first heard them I was like this is too weird this isn't for me yeah and then when I kept hearing them I was like this is this yeah. is it this yeah. is it yeah, yeah I feel like that's how that's how all great things are at first mm-hmm. it's gonna take you back a little bit but then once you get into it you're locked in mm-hmm. you're definitely locked in yeah but yeah, like I said, I mean Kanye. 
I mean, because granted, you got like Kanye used to. People forget. Not, he, he, people produced forget. For, he produced for. He produced for. First, he produced for Jay Z, mm-hmm. the first Blueprint album. He did all of that. Yeah. And he produced for you know Nas, John Legend, like even like, oh, yeah. Monica, Missy Elliott, Ludacris, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I said, and I still take Pharrell too. I <laughs> still like. Pharrell really has bangers. Like, I don't because, like, I'm into, like, even his, like, NERD shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that old stuff that he used to do with NERD, and it was like, they were basically rapping over an electric guitar mm-hmm. and drums. And that shit was great. Like, it's like that live music feel. It's like mm-hmm. live music mixed with, uh, with rap lyrics. You feel me? It just, like I said, it's just artistically phenomenal to me. Mm-hmm. Easily. Um, but I guess if we slide on from um, songs, let's see. Shit, you want to go ahead and jump into this uh, this debate? We had to talk about the, it. Debate. Uh, the debate. So, I feel like I feel like it went it went the way I expected it to, and I feel like if you were surprised by the way it went. You Maybe. just don't know the candidates. Yes, either either you don't know the candidates, or you're getting your news from like very biased sources. Mm-hmm. Like I like some people were saying, I'm surprised how well Biden could put a sentence together, and the reason they were surprised is because they probably follow a lot of conservative people on Twitter, and conservative people on Twitter all they do is tweet a bunch of videos of Biden falling asleep, <laughs> slipping his words up. So a lot of them thought that he was like in a coma, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I am not going to lie. I am one of those people. I don't follow a lot of conservatives, <laughs> yeah. but I can tell you right now, I was like, oh, okay, Biden's not completely dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so he definitely does it, and some of those videos are real. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of those videos are real. Yeah, you feel me? but also he's. On all the previous debates, he hasn't like done any. Remember, um, well, on all the previous on all the previous debates, he hasn't done anything like that. I have, I'm not gonna lie. I have never. This is that's probably one of the first, not one of the first debates I've watched all the way through, but the, mm-hmm. it's one of the first debates that I've actually cared about. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> to you, because I think that's another thing too. Like I wanted to bring up, it's like everybody was you know tweeting and talking about. Mm-hmm. This debate, like it was the Super Bowl, like yeah. it was like a season finale of Insecure or some shit like that, yo. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell you, like I feel like you know Trump has been so in the, um, I guess forefront of pop culture yeah. and politics mm-hmm. that he kind of shifted everybody's attention to politics. Yeah. So I feel like inadvertently everybody has wanted to start educating themselves more on politics. Mm-hmm. Because of you know this recent presidency term, yeah, yeah, and you know um, I would also say the same thing as Trump. Like if you were surprised by how Trump handled it, like you are either not paying attention or <laughs> you are you're completely biased. Yeah, your social media is full of Trump being a gentleman, which I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think they both acted pretty much the way I expected. And um, I also think, I also think, I'm not sure if Trump did it intentionally or not, uh-huh. but I do think that he was very successful in 
forcing Biden to reveal that he's not a Democrat. <laughs> mm. Because um, basically, you know. Oh, he's Trump, talking about, I'm not defunding the police. I'm trying to give the police more money. Just stuff like that. Stuff, stuff like that. Um, when they were asked about climate change, Biden started talking. And Trump was like, you love the green new Green Deal. You love the new Green Deal. Yeah, yeah. And Biden was like, no, I support my plan. You know, getting him yeah. to say, I don't support that. I don't support that. He's, you know, yeah, he bragged about beating narratives. Bernie Sanders. Like he, you know, Trump. Oh, yeah, they couldn't keep Bernie Sanders' name out their mouth. Yeah, Ooh. because, and you know why? Because he's the one that should have been up there. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. he's the one that, what the people who support Democrats want and what Democrats one is two different things. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they could because he's really reflects the idea. He's yeah. so he's he's extremely moderate. He's so he's basically right in the middle. Like a lot of people think that Joe Biden, just because he's the Democratic nominee, right. that he's full on into Democrat. But yeah. he's more of a middle ground Democrat rather than a um, you know, far left yeah. Democrat. And a lot of people forget that when Barack Obama won they were like, man, we need to bring someone in to balance this out because if he's like this Democrat and this liberal, like nobody's going to work with him. Mm -hmm. So we need to pair him with like the most Republican Democrat we can find to like even it out. Yeah. And they didn't buy it. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. Because yeah. Uh, truth be told, like I said, back even back, because back then, I'm not going to lie to you, I did not know shit about politics. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I still barely know anything now. But it's, it's, it's definitely more to make more of an informed decision. Because mm -hmm. honestly, like with the ticket, like I'm not gonna lie to you, like I was more so, I guess, in this upcoming election, mm -hmm. I'm kind of like I can't wait to the for the vice presidential debate. That's what I really want to see. I want to see I, how I, it goes with Kamala yeah. and Pence when they go head to head. Cause it's kind of funny, like they had like different, um, what is it called? The different, um, I guess, advertisements for it. It's mm -hmm. like they have them face to face, like it's a fucking UFC fight. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, yeah. this shit is gonna be lit. Like they're gonna be on versus IG. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it looked like a fucking versus uh, advertisement. Um, but then, <laughs> I wonder how they're gonna change the moderators now, mm -hmm. because the I want to talk about that moderator because. That nigga couldn't moderate nothing. Well, I mean, if I'm not sure if he had the ability to turn off mics. Oh, he didn't because he would have definitely done so that. So that's what I'm saying. If you don't have the ability to turn off the mic, what else can you do? If you keep telling someone to stop and they keep going, what are you going to do? You want to get out it, your chair and punch them? What are you no, no, because it, it's <laughs> just like, it's just. It was kind of funny because you would never because he was literally just yelling because I know yeah. at one point in time yeah. he was like, gentlemen, I hate to raise my voice, but yeah. <laughs> like it was just you could tell that he is not built for handling situations like that. He's just he wasn't built to he wasn't built to establish order. You feel me? He was built to, you know, present research, present facts, but he's not built to. You know, I guess, like I said earlier, just control the room. That's I, what I think the moderator was supposed to do: was control the room, yeah. keep it even, and then mm -hmm. that engages, that allows both of the candidates to engage in a better way. Yeah, he had facts, mm -hmm. but he did not have not structure, but he could not establish structure. Yeah, so I agree that that was his job, 
But um, honestly, I disagree. I feel like anybody who had that job, mm-hmm. except maybe, I don't know, Samuel Jackson. Anybody, <laughs> anybody who had that job, it would have been the same because Trump was going to keep talking no matter what anyone said. And if you, I feel like some people can put. I, I feel like it's weird. I feel like some people. I feel like two people can say the same thing, but it's either just the tone and the way that you talk and what you say. But certain people have a better niche for. I don't know if that's the right word. Have a better, I guess, a knack mm-hmm. for controlling, not controlling people, but yeah. controlling situations. Like mm-hmm. if they are to say something. It will, you know, there are people that will listen, yeah. and then there's something, sometimes you'll say the same thing, and people are just like, oh, no, nah, fuck mm-hmm. that guy, you know? Yeah. That, it's just that, like the same way that teachers, some teachers, my bad, but some mm-hmm. teachers can run a classroom, yeah. like, everybody knows the teacher that was too soft, yeah. and everybody knows the teacher that was too hard, mm-hmm. you feel me? Right. They're going to get you to say, they're going to get you to act how they want you to act. Mm-hmm. Well, one is going to get you to act how they want you to act. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I brought up Samuel Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. unless you were like, "Hey, hey, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like, that is all you could do. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm glad you brought up the teacher thing because it was very childish. How he, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, but but again, like very expected. And I feel like the VP debate. I would be surprised if. I also feel like that's gonna be pretty predictable. Really? I, I think she's gonna run over him. Okay, you know yeah. he. Like, he hardly speaks. Um, I've never heard the guy's voice. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he hardly speaks. Um, I think I've heard uh, Lori Harvey talk more than him. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, I have never heard Lori Harvey talk about <laughs> I have. That's so bad. Like, because like, I feel like a good majority of people know who Lori Harvey is. It's like, everybody knows her as being fine. Nobody <laughs> knows what her actual voice sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh... <laughs> Maybe she's mute. <laughs> she did some commercial on her IG, and I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even hear her talk. I, I, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, I, I, you know, she's gonna be laying out the facts, and he's gonna be doing his polite, oh, well, yeah. Like he's he's not Trump. Yeah. When when Chris Wallace tells him to shut up, he's gonna shut right up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like that one's gonna be a lot more boring. Really? Yeah. Oh well definitely boring. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I think that one's gonna be a blowout. I think she's just gonna yeah. run over him. I mean, I think that's just I think now people are expecting you know, up until this time, politics mm-hmm. has been boring. That's why nobody was ever interested in it. Yeah. You know? I feel like politics are low-key gaining an entertainment value, mm-hmm. which they shouldn't because it should just be business as usual. But I feel like people are now looking to politics for, quote-unquote, entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that might come back and bite us in our ass, which is what it did. Yeah, it already but, did. Yeah, it already did. But I feel like that's just the nature of how America is now. Mm-hmm. You know, everything needs an entertainment purpose. Whether for the better or for worse. Yeah. Did you uh, know they were trying to send Pence a bunch of Mulan merch when the new movie came out? Why? <laughs> because when the 90s one came out, you know, the cartoon in the, in the mm-hmm. 90s, uh, he, he had a radio show. Oh, and God. he was raving about how pissed it made him because it showed a woman, you know, fighting and, like, doing, like, a man's job. And really? That. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like... 
<laughs> like I said, I barely know. I barely even seen or heard anything this guy said. But yeah. from what I've heard about Pence, that sounds like it's right aligned with what he does and what who he is as a person. So you ever seen the show called Johnny Quest? Oh, that sounds so familiar. It was a cartoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he yeah. looks exactly like Johnny Quest's dad. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to think Johnny Quest. I really couldn't tell you, but I now hold on. Let me Google this right quick. Johnny it's one of those things I picked up on, but I was like, I bet nobody even remembers that. <laughs> Bro, I, I remember, I remember the name of the show. Yeah. But now I am in the hell fucking yes, <laughs> Doctor Benton C. Quest, <laughs> bully. <laughs> Yo, that's that is. That is entirely too accurate. <laughs> the fact that you remember this is concerning because that is spot on. The very first time I saw him, I was like, yo, is this fucking Johnny Quest? Yo, man? you must have watched Johnny Quest like <laughs> shit because I've never seen, I cannot tell you one Johnny Quest episode, but this was spot on. Oh my God. Jesus. But, uh, oh yeah, so even like if we, I guess, go from, oh, I did want to talk about one thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is just kind of, I guess, a debate on professionalism. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 been brought up that you know we could see you know two you know el- not elder well yeah they're elderly yeah two elderly <laughs> yeah two elderly white men who are like I guess like if you look at CEOs and major Fortune five hundred companies and um, people that fit that mold they look exactly like them they act exactly like them. Um, my thing is, is, you know how everybody, I guess, especially in corporate America, I say more so in corporate America has to abide by this rule, this unwritten rule of professionalism, you know, suit and tie, Mm -hmm. um, make sure your shoes are shined and, you know, talk with a purpose and, Mm -hmm. you know, don't get too loud and let people talk and, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just certain written and unwritten rules about professionalism from everything from how you look yep. to how you act, how you talk, yep. to different things. Now, all of that seemed like it was thrown out of the window whenever you see literally two people of the highest the highest positions in America. What mm-hmm. one had been a vice president and one had been a president. Literally the top two positions, yeah, most important positions that you could have in the United States. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all that professionalism is out the window. Whereas if, you know, if I, a black guy, mm-hmm. were to cut people off, yep. um, act, um, basically cut people off, act rude, tell people to yep. shut up around the office, yep. or do anything like that, yep. I would be looked at as a bad guy and looked at as aggressive and a quote-unquote not professional and could probably be let go by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Um, I agree with all of that, but I also feel like when you're going up against Trump, you have no option. You have to do, you have to get unprofessional with them. Like when Michelle Obama said, you know, when they go low, we go high and sure that's trendy and all that, (laughs) that's popping. (laughs) But, uh, it depends on the situation because Trump directly takes advantage of professional behavior. Like for example, the moderator... The moderator was trying to be professional, and Trump was taking advantage of that. The fact that that the moderator was politely trying to stop him, Mm -hmm. and he knows that people value being professional 
more than their morals. Mm. Even if if they have to get unprofessional to defend their morals, a lot of them won't do it. Okay. Because they have careers, they have reputations, all that. Yeah, and he knows that, and he directly, he directly takes advantage of that fact that they want to keep it professional. They don't want to get, and they want to get dirty. Yeah. So the only way you you can't be professional because if you are, that's the weapon he uses against you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Trump, you and you know, and Biden. You know, Biden put some hits in there. He called him a clown. He told him to show yeah, up. I mean, but, like you got, but you have to do that. Yeah, but you also, really have to. Yeah, yeah. But then also, Biden. Biden's not the most professional either. You ain't yeah. black if you ain't voting for me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. Biden is definitely not the, uh, not yeah. the, um, I guess, uh, spokesperson for professionalism. And and which one know who is fucking Obama? Because he yeah. had to be. Because he yeah. couldn't do that shit. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Uh, I don't even know what a Obama Trump debate would have been like. Ooh. That, it's hard to even I feel like Obama mm, what would a Obama Trump debate <laughs> look like? I have no idea. Ooh, cause I, I wanna say that he would still I feel like he would kinda try to play the not the nice guy role, but the but the cool calm and collective. Cause like yeah. you could never really see Obama Right. Losing his temper and losing his cool. I think yeah. he's just like he's really, I guess, um, cool, calm, and collective, mm-hmm. but collected. But in a debate with Trump, I feel like he would just try to play that role of letting Trump burn himself out and look dumb, and try to kind of do like passive aggressive. I feel like he would be more passive aggressive than yeah. actually aggressive. I agree with you. But I feel like I'm not sure if that would work. I think Trump would. I th- I feel like I feel like Obama would let him run his mouth, mm-hmm. hoping you know, waiting for him to tire out. Yeah. And I think Trump would just talk the entire debate until it was over. Yeah, and that would be the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for I I guess you could say in this situation, it's advantageous that Biden isn't as professional. Because you, yeah. in order to get a word in, in order to push back against that, you're gonna have you to have, push back. You can't be professional. You can't be polite about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. I can get with that. Like I said, that, that that would be something though. That would be something. Yeah. Um, now, <laughs> from from Trump's uh, from Trump's uh debate to now, apparently he has COVID now. Yeah. Just cracked this morning. The biggest. The biggest L, the literally the other day he was trashing Biden on how big his mask was. Yep. And like, come on, dude. Karma, life, life will hit back. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Most High is always a comedian. Um, but with that being said, all right, mm-hmm. there's some conspiracy theories jumping up. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. so now with me, I think that it's. I don't think I don't want to. I don't think that he does have it. All right. Mm-hmm. I think they might just be saying that too, because like I said, he did everything he needed to do in that first debate. All mm-hmm. right. So I think there's two or three main conspiracies that conspiracies that I've heard and that I've thought of is that I think he might be dodging the debates. You feel me? Because yeah. the next debates are supposed to all be a week scheduled a week from mm-hmm. the first one and then another week. So 
over the next two or three weeks, they were supposed to be going and doing debates. Yeah. All right. I feel like Trump basically said everything he had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it was he he was there to cause chaos in the debates. Yeah. So I don't think that he can sustain another debate. Mm-hmm. You know, and then oh yeah, so we can talk about that one for first. So yeah, so first naturally, he said he had it. So naturally, anything that he says, you shouldn't believe it. You know, outright, you yeah. should look into it more. So yes, I also agree that I'm not sure if he has it, and I think what you say makes a ton of sense because I don't think the debates help him that much. Right. And honestly, he just I don't think Joe the debates. Yeah, and honestly, I don't think the debates help Biden really either. I feel like if we didn't have any more after this, I'd be fine with that because I feel like it really doesn't help either or, and it's kind of. Ah, it helped. It helped Biden for me just because I'm not gonna lie. I thought he was a lot worse <laughs> than he was. Like yeah. I know, like because when you said it's mostly conservative, like you follow most of like I can tell you right now, even if you're following a lot of liberals, because mm-hmm. is like people. Yeah. Like Biden, I've seen multiple clips of yeah. Biden saying stupid shit, of yeah. Biden doing stupid shit, and yep. really just not looking yep. like he was mentally sharp enough yep. to do and say what he needed to do and say. And um, a lot of those clips are real. Oh, they're uh, definitely real. But, but it's you have to remember those clips are highlight reels. Mm-hmm. He's not like that twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, because granted, I still think George Bush is an idiot too. Because I've only <laughs> seen. It's clips of George Bush. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But um, like I said, I feel like the I feel like the debate was good for Biden, mm-hmm. and I think it calmed everybody's nerves with Biden just to make sure you know as bad as it sounds. Because yeah, you know people were willing and able to vote for Biden just because he wasn't Trump. Yeah, and I feel like Biden's name uh, recognized or his name recognition. Mm-hmm. Recognition, recognizing, whatever. Recognition, yeah. Recognition, there we go. <laughs> Biden's name recognition always already was his basic campaign strategy. He's the Obama. He was the Obama guy. He, he was, was the Obama <laughs> guy. That's really the only reason that he's where he is right now is because he was the Obama guy, and um, you know, them building building a campaign campaign around that just kind of you know it shows you you know how easily Americans are tricked and duped. But yeah, I, I like I think it was definitely necessary though. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I felt better about Biden after this. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I mean, I think uh, in in that aspect, okay, I, I think yeah, I, I guess in that case it does help Biden more than Trump, which mm-hmm. is another reason why he would fake having the virus. Exactly. And exactly. Um, also, uh, you know. Uh, this morning I was listening to the uh, Breakfast Club this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlemagne had an interesting idea that if he's faking it, this would be a perfect time to do it because yeah. when his that vaccine he's been lying about that is going to be ready ASAP. Yeah, he can say, "Oh, I'm cured. I took it. It's great." You know, before the election. <laughs> that was my conspiracy number two. All right, yeah. so conspiracy number two, he's setting everybody up. For him to use the vaccine and the hydrochloroquine or whatever he's going to take, mm-hmm. and then basically being like, "I'm cured. It's fine. 
I am the almighty president <laughs> here to save you guys. Yeah. Go vote for me and I'll give you the vaccine. If you don't vote for me, you'll all die from it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's really, that's my other second uh, conspiracy theory is just so he could kind of do that just mm-hmm. to kind of manipulate the hearts and minds of everybody. Because like I said, if he has it, he's going to show a few, like he's going to the hospital. I think he said, oh, that thing, that video that we just watched, mm-hmm. him saying that he's going to the hospital now. Yeah. Well, shit, if he's in the hospital, does that mean that Mike Pence is technically our president right now? Um, so even though no, Trump's not dead. Right. It on, That only happens when he is incapable of doing his job. Yeah. And I think the chief of staff or someone is supposed to determine he can't do his job anymore. And that is when they switch it. And, okay. you know, um, if for some reason Mike Pence can't do his job. Then, then it's the leader of the Senate, right? Uh, no, it's the leader of the House. House, yeah. Which is so, currently somebody in, the, in fucking Congress. Yeah. yeah, which is currently Nancy Pelosi, who is the which know, is the Democrat. fucking opposer. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be weird. But uh, yeah. Um, so let me see where was I? Uh, you've heard of the phrase October surprise? Mm-mm. So well, you know, you're talking, you're new to politics, so yeah. Uh, October surprise is a common phrase during every election year a big news story happens in October because Uh, it's to affect the election. So last year, the October surprise was the grab him by the pussy tick. Oh. The year, um, I think Mm. the year before that was what? Romney, Obama. So, but basically every October. Oh, the election before that. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the election before that. Okay, so the election before, the election uh, information that in October before Trump got elected was grabber by the pussy. Right. And then it was some Mitt Romney and Obama shit. Yeah, two, I'm sure. Or there two was elections something. before that. Okay, I got you. Yeah, like I said, I had never heard about that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but you know, um, your boy, T.D. Jakes, Minister T.D. Jakes, yeah. uh, and Joe Biden, too. They mm. wish Trump well. All right. Mm. Yeah, they were, I think, um, I think Biden was like, okay, I hope Mr. or, Whatever he said. Yeah. Uh, hope you a speedy recovery or blah, 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 blah. Whatever he has yeah. to say. Obama did, too. Yeah, he yeah. But, and then T.D., uh, Minister T.D. Jakes. So, you know, T.D. Jakes is like the, that's like the black preacher for everybody. Yeah. Like, that's that's everybody's preacher, you feel yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's that new black guy coming up, too? He's like another preacher. The guy that coming wrote up? that book, Pastor uh, Tom? He's like a young guy. Mm. But apparently he's like wrote, he wrote some book. Flies? No. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> old flies, baby. <laughs> yeah, Minister Flies. But basically, anyways. So yeah, they're all wishing him well, mm-hmm. and it's like, I get it. You have like, do you think it was? How many people do you think that wish Trump? Well, I guess let me say for Biden specifically. Mm-hmm. Do you think he meant it? Even though, mind you, this man just talked about. His dead son yeah. and his coke addicted son. That is worth bringing up about the debate. Yeah, that's you feel me? Like that's what I wanted to get into. Like, yo, this man Trump really was throwing shade at dead relatives, and they and, and they were dead. Not only his dead son, his dead veteran. And you uh, know, Trump always gets shit on for hating veterans. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna talk about his veteran son that died yeah and his veteran son that you know had an addiction like yeah, both okay. they were both veterans he always gets shit on for hating veterans yeah and that big you saw that big report came out about him hating veterans right yeah yeah yeah. where he didn't want to go to the funeral uh, of somebody yeah he was in paris and 
in Paris, there is a huge United States funeral ground for veterans. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, he didn't want to go because it was raining, and he was like, fuck it, I don't want to. Why would I? He said they were all, they're dead. They're all losers. Why would I go? (laughs) Damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know the context, but I knew that he said that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shit's popping off outside. Apparently. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, yeah, that was, that's worth bringing up because that is wild. Yeah, they said that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's just wild because the fact that you could even fix your lips to even say that. Mm-hmm. But granted, I, I, obviously he was trying to rattle Biden because I think that was their whole idea or their whole strategy was to rattle Biden. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you really hate to see it, like, talking about, talking ill of the dead, and then mm-hmm. now he has the he has COVID the day after. So, you know, that's if it's true. You know, if it's yeah. true, you know, God works in mysterious ways. But mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like one of those things, though, it's like how, I guess, um, I guess Minister T.G. Jakes was talking about mm-hmm. how he doesn't want to, what do I want to say? He doesn't want to wish ill will or death upon anybody. It's like don't make it into a political issue, but he does wishes that he does wish that Trump would get better. Which I feel like coming from a pastor slash preacher, that's exactly what you want to hear. Because in the face of everybody hating this man, literally hating this man's guts, he's still finding it compassion. He's still finding the compassion in himself to for use his platform to say. Hey, although we hate this guy, we do not want to wish death on him. And you know that's that's big. You feel me? That's real big for me because you know I I've never been the one to celebrate when anybody like even when Osama. This might sound wrong, but even when Osama bin Laden died, you feel me? Like everybody was practicing or um, praising in the streets, and then just you know kind of you know everybody was just like happy praising what was going on, loving the death of another human being. And I've never really been one to celebrate anybody's death, uh, no matter what they did. It's just, I don't know that, because I'm also against the uh, death penalty too. But um, I just don't think that it's necessary. I just, I'm just, like I said, I'm just not all for that. Long story short, I'm just not all for that. But. Uh, so, I think a great question to ask those three, mm-hmm. Biden, um, T.D. Jakes and Obama uh-huh. <laughs> I think an excellent question to ask them is do you want him to suffer a little? <laughs> <laughs> he, ain't gotta, would, he ain't gotta die yeah. do you want him to suffer a little bit? <laughs> do, you, do you want him to get complete if if you could cure him 100% right now would you do it? <laughs> or would you let, let him let him struggle a little bit <laughs> I'm all for letting niggas struggle <laughs> I'm all for Bringing them towards the brink, yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then stabbing them back, perfect shape. If I had to guess, I would say Obama wants him to suffer, and Obama and TD Jakes hope he dies. If I, <laughs> but <laughs> well, they're well, all well, saying. You said Obama twice. You said. Well, you said Obama twice. You said Obama wants him to suffer. Oh, oh, sorry. If I had, so they they all said they hope they get better. Okay. But if I had to guess, privately in their head, yeah, Biden hopes he gets better because. You know, okay. they're all they're all old white guys there. But you think like, you know, that's my boy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, actually, I take that back because yeah. he did shit on his son. Yeah, he did. So, shit. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like, okay. if anybody wanted, <laughs> yeah. So I take that back. Yeah. I think all of them in their heads, they all hope he dies. 
I don't think I don't think TD Jakes does. I think TD Jakes honestly <laughs> hopes Trump gets better because he can't call himself a minister and preacher and a, a follower of God if he's wishing death upon another human. All right. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot I, of people I mean, that call themselves following it, God. Yeah, I feel you, but doing just in my mind, in yeah. my mind, TD Jakes, I feel like is. The most legitimate apology that you could get, because he has no he has no responsibility. You feel yeah. me? I feel like Obama and Biden mm-hmm. essentially had a responsibility mm-hmm. to say what they said for Trump, yeah. just to show that they're the bigger person. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I out of those three, Biden, Obama, TD Jakes, TD Jakes, the one I have the least. Exposure to I would say. I mean, yeah, I don't so, listen to TJ's like that. I just know he's yeah. a preacher, and he de- he definitely comes through with the gems every now and then. I follow yeah. him on uh, IG. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So my guess that he wants Trump to die is pretty is a pretty shallow guess. I'm not really sure. Hey, fuck it. But well, I but Obama and Biden definitely want him to die. I don't think Obama wants him to die. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, like, if anybody wanted Trump to die, I feel like it would be Biden, just because of the simple fact. That he was really talking reckless about that man's dead son, yeah. like that is wild. Um, Did you see uh, Ted Cruz on CNN? Oh, and when Cuomo, when Cuomo, <laughs> when Cuomo flamed that, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Ted I Cruz mean, is a piece of shit. Like. I mean, truth be told, I honestly don't even know what was said. I just saw the yeah. the clip. Of Chris Cuomo being like, "Hey, my brother not right here though, but I'm gonna take up for him. You ain't gonna talk to my brother like that because you ain't gonna talk to your president like that." He's like, "He called your wife ugly and you ain't do shit about <laughs> yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "And you got the nerve to come at my brother? Nah, man, nah, nah." Yeah, yeah. that's a, hey, hey, them Cuomos. I fuck with them Cuomos, bro. Yeah. I really fuck with them Cuomos. Uh, so basically, like before the Republican primary was over, when Trump was competing against Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. Trump retweeted a picture of like you know Melania in like a model shoot where she was posing, mm. and he retweeted a picture of Ted Cruz's wife like the worst picture. It's uh. like it's not like it's like literally an in between picture, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like like when Beyonce was at the Super Bowl. Wait. Remember that picture? That I don't think I seen that when Beyonce was at the. Super Anyways, Bowl. it was just a really awkward picture. It wasn't yeah. like. You know, but but still, he retweeted it, and it was very obvious what he was trying to say. Yeah, like Ted Cruz's wife is ugly. That yeah, that's so he pretty much yeah. You and, hate to see it. And the fact that Ted Cruz now goes around supporting Trump—that is wild. I mean, yeah, because he wants a position. Yeah, but and like, he, how much is it worth? I feel like your dignity, Raymond, is worth your dignity. Why? Why is it? <laughs> People are yeah. power hungry, man. I'm telling you, when people get power hungry, they'll do anything. That's why they say they sell, you'll sell your soul to the devil. <laughs> like, it's it's not. His wife is his wife, yes. But apparently if he takes up for his wife, that issue mm-hmm. is standing in the way of what Ted, Ted Cruz wants mm-hmm. and will gain from... Um, Will want and gain from uh, what you call it from his power. Oh, oh, that picture of Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a yeah. But basically, <laughs> long story short, 
uh, that issue stands in between Ted Cruz getting what he wants and him not having what it is right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. that's pretty much that's pretty much it right there. Uh, but yeah, let's see. I think those are all the conspiracy theories I can think of. Um. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about? Uh, the Titans, so apparently, well, we'll start off with Phase 3 in North Carolina, okay? Yeah. Yep. So Phase 3 in North Carolina, basically all the bars are open up again. They can operate at a certain percentage of capacity. You can still have between, you can still have up to like 25 and 50 people at a gathering. I think 25 yeah. indoors, 50 outdoors. And I want to be clear, uh, last weekend when I when I did a late run to the grocery store, mm-hmm. I saw lines in front of bars last Oh, week. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Bro. people people didn't give a fuck. Them anymore. bars yeah. been open. I drove right by Tilt earlier today. Yeah. When I tell you Tilt was packed, yeah. like, I'm talking, like, first of all, Tilt's, Tilt always is the worst. Bar. I don't know why. I just always, the bar just sucks to me. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a legitimate ratio at, of women to men at that bar. I, every time I see mm-hmm. them, it's just a massive sausage fest, and it's at least like it's, it's just it just does not look like my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on top of that, um, like I said, the bars lines are out. I was at the epicenter earlier today. Mm-hmm. Everybody's lined up out of there. Um, it's it's uh, getting that's, to the point. That's where, probably have a place to go because that's open roof. Open so, roof, yeah. But once you go inside the bar, it's not anymore. It's not open anymore. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, they can use that open rooftop. Yeah. I mean, they're taking away everything in the epicenter. Well, everything fun in the epicenter. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so we didn't even get the the proper send-off for Live After Five this year. Mm. But. Yeah. For all the listeners, we're talking about Charlotte Sparks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming most of everybody that's listening is from Charlotte. Not from all. Not from all. Maybe not all. Okay. We're going to go global. Yeah. You feel me? You feel me? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so Phase 3 is open in North Carolina. And it's kind of funny because I think the NFL is about to have to start shutting teams down because I think it was like eight people at the Titans facility caught corona. Um, And then the Titans played Minnesota last week. And now Minnesota closes all their in-person facilities. So it's a slow process, but I'm pretty sure – a lot of these teams are about to start shutting down, or at least like, because if you don't practice, like, there's no way that you can go out and expect teams to play after not having practice and having to quarantine. Mm-hmm. You can't throw them into a game. Like a lot of these games, I think, are going to start getting pushed back and rescheduled because yeah. a lot of the players cannot stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And then you got college athletes and stuff like that, like LSU. Yeah. Uh, the defending national champions, mm-hmm. they lost their first game of the season. But if you really delve deep into what's going on, a lot of their players had corona. Mm-hmm. So it's it's getting it's becoming more and more of a shit show as it progresses. And you know, it clearly shows that each person is not really valued. It's more so of what they bring, like especially NFL players. Like it, I'll say this about any athlete, yo. They don't really care about you. They're just trying to get what they can get out of you. Um, you know, that's just the nature of the game. But yeah, yeah. 
It's uh, <clears throat> tragic, honestly. But, yeah, like I said, I think you had anything else? Uh, so, did you see Amazon is making a security camera drone a in your house? security camera drone. So, How does that work? Yep. So, let's say um, you have a house, multiple rooms. You, know. mm-hmm. you are in your bedroom uh, asleep with the door closed, right? Okay. Okay. You hear a noise. Mm-hmm. The door is closed. You're in a closed room. You have no idea what's going on in the rest of your house. You take out your phone. You open this app. There's a little drone sitting on your kitchen counter with a camera on it. Mm-hmm. The drone turns on. It gets up. It starts flying around your house with the camera and shows you a live feed of like all the different rooms. Oh well, shit! You could just get damn a a. a Security system, right? Yeah. <laughs> you could just get a cameras. You just put cameras in the corners of the walls. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought it was a cool flex, but other than that, I was like, Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Of course, it's definitely dope to have a drone <laughs> flying around your kitchen. Yeah. But you know, worst case scenario, just get a camera and stick it in one place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could get like three or four cameras. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was uh, I feel like that's that's that's. I don't know. I've always felt a certain type of way about having cameras in my house mm-hmm. because I don't know. I just don't know if I want everything recorded in my house. Yeah. You feel me? Especially like mm-hmm. when you start getting older and having families and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like just imagine, just imagine having a, just looking back at arguments that you've had in your house. Yeah. Just like I mean, but I feel like that would kind of be cool. I feel like our generation grew up. Mm-hmm. Recording everything, you feel me? So I think it's it might that might be the that might be the wave. It might be the only thing that <laughs> separate that like that's perfectly fitting for millennials mm-hmm. is to continue recording everything <laughs> that happens in our house with hidden cameras. Yeah, because everybody knows hidden cameras were the best TV shows. Right. Remember like <laughs> Disaster Date uh, and all those other shows. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it's been proven that. All of those things that the smart speakers record, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Google doesn't handle that directly. They hire other companies to handle that. Yeah. So there are people that you have you don't know that are Ooh. listening to that shit. Ooh, so that's right too. So now that makes me nah. Now I'm definitely not getting cameras in my house yeah. because that's even worse than because yeah, yeah. if people can spy on me while I'm not home, that mm-hmm. means they can rob me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you hear? Uh, there was this dude. There was this robber who was doing Uber, and every time he would get someone that was going to the airport, he would mark down where he picked them up, and he would know that place was empty. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So yeah. he knew whenever that person was alone because the other places were empty? No, he knew he knew their house was empty because he was doing Uber, and when he picked them up, they had. They were going to the airport. Oh, hey. Oh, oh. hey, that's smart. <laughs> if if I was into robbing niggas, <laughs> that would be. Hey, that's actually diabolically. That's diabolical because that shit was smart. Mm-hmm. So basically, you go there, pick somebody up, take them to the airport. So now you know that mm-hmm. they're not in their house for however long. And then you go in and rob them, and then when they get back, because they would never suspect the Uber driver. Yeah. 
Like, out of everybody <laughs> that they think would rob them, they would never suspect the Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> hey, man, like, it's, it's so funny. Not funny, but, like, crime... crime has evolved yeah you know back in the day it was like brute strength like if you were gonna rob somebody you're gonna have to hit him in the face you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to pull a gun out on him and hit him with a bat or something like that yeah like nowadays that scamming stuff Mm -hmm. when i tell you man i'll never forget like i won't go in too much into detail but i met a scammer (laughs) (laughs) like i met a scammer scammer and when I tell you how easily it was for him to scam, I was like, bro, it, like, I look for so many things now. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, like, if you have my credit card, yeah. I am on your ass. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because I've seen the other side of that. Um, because, basically, there's, like, this little black box. So, it's like, that's why you always got to be careful about where people swipe your card. Yeah. Because if somebody can swipe your card... Mm-hmm. quickly and then swipe it on like the actual register yeah sometimes it's so quick you don't even know it mm-hmm. so if you swipe it on this little black box it gets all of your information so like yeah. it'll get like your your um your card number the security code the expiration date all of that mm-hmm. in one quick swipe yeah. and then they'll just do that swipe and then they'll actually swipe it for let's say you were purchasing like um a cheeseburger okay yeah. so if you go to McDonald's if he just happens to have that little black box, he swipes your stuff, gets your information, and then swipes your stuff and you know pays for the cheeseburger, mm-hmm. gives you your card back. You don't even know that you're got that you've gotten got. Yeah. And then by the time you realize it, it's too late. Yeah. I know it seems kind of. I I know because it's new, it's kind of scary. But I always recommend use Google or Apple Pay if it's available. Google or Apple Pay? Because, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I don't trust that shit yet. Yeah. It's, it's too different for me. I ain't gonna lie to yeah. you. But um, it uses a virtual version of your card. So, mm-hmm. like, even when you use it, it doesn't send your card information. It sends a different code that's related to your card, and then that gets sent oh, okay. to the... So, it's like an extra... It's basically... It's much harder for them to do something like that. Okay. So, I feel, in my opinion, from what I know... Google Pay and Apple Pay are much safer than handing someone your card. I can believe that. I can definitely, because you got to think about it. Debit cards have been around longer than Apple Pay has been around. So the longer something is around, the more somebody can figure out a way around the system. Yep. Um, I definitely think that, you know, crime just evolves. You know, Mm -hmm. you feel me? Like, like. Drug dealers and all that stuff, like they, a lot of people have sophisticated systems. Like mm-hmm. they had to have, like, crime evolves as long as, like, the more technology evolves. Cause yeah. a lot of criminals get caught now because they're dumb mm-hmm. and they don't realize how much technology, like, people get caught because of their phone being on GPS. Like, there are them having their GPS on their phone on. Yeah. Because if you, if you commit a robbery, and you say it wasn't you, they can pull up your GPS um, locations, mm-hmm. and then boom, now you're now you're incriminated because you wanted to keep your phone on. You know, yep. um, it's just little things like that. Um, like I said, crime has evolved, so that's why you gotta you gotta understand how stuff works. Yep. Uh, speaking of um, scamming, mm-hmm. uh, apparently 
if you haven't noticed, Kanye has quieted down his tweets about the whole Masters thing because he was setting people up in the very same deals. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He said <laughs> people owe, like, they said he owes Big Sean, like, $3 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I'm about to say, I mean, that's... So he's you know, moving on to his next topic, as usual. <laughs> as usual. He, he was like, ooh, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It's it's all a cycle. The oppressed becomes the oppressor. Yeah. That's just the that's just the rule of life. But, yeah, man. Uh, oh, speaking of scammers, um, Trump's taxes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Trump's taxes. See, I ain't going to lie. I am not going to claim to be a tax guru. Oh, me yeah. and me well, and almost no one is. Yeah, yeah. Me and taxes, uh, we got a we got an interesting relationship. <laughs> um, but I know that um exactly I don't know shit about them. So <laughs> I couldn't even tell you anything. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of dumb people make the argument like we would all love to pay only a thousand dollars in taxes. And like, yeah, but that's not the argument. It's like it's not fair. That's the argument. <laughs> yeah, I mean that it's that's that's part of you know just financial literacy, and that's more so of what um, especially people. Long story short, it's just something that everybody doesn't have access to that type of information. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard people saying, "Oh, don't get mad at Trump because he his accountant is good." I'm like, no, he's <laughs> be, he he's literally finding loopholes in the system. Yeah. This is exactly what people talk about because other people, you have to have money to know about those type of things. Yeah. You have to have, like, there are certain things that you do not have access to unless you have money. Mm-hmm. So the more money you have, the less money you can spend, the yeah. less money you have to spend. So basically, you know, the more money that you get, it's basically, it's it's an uneven playing field. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. I guess we can end with... Uh there's a uh, interesting congresswoman coming up. I feel like she's going to be the next hot thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie Porter. Uh, I think I might have sent... I'm not sure if I sent you the video, but a video a while back. Um, but another one came out recently. Today, yeah. Uh, where she was talking to this pharmaceutical CEO. And basically, uh, you know, it'd be great to look up the YouTube video and check it out. Mm-hmm. I, w- I won't do it justice here. But she basically, uh, you know, Cuomo'd his ass, basically, saying like... Um, Cuomo'd his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he was selling a drug. They increased the price by threefold, three times more. Okay. And they were able to do that because the federal government approved it for more uses. So uh, said basically saying that you can use it to treat other illnesses, more illnesses. Oh, okay. So there was one drug that can be applied to multiple illnesses. Right. Okay. And they increased it threefold, didn't change the formula at all, didn't do anything, Mm -hmm. just made it three times more expensive. And Had more uses now. (laughs) And uh, she broke down with his documents, proof that, you know, he got paid depending on revenue. Oh, yeah. And how much he made... $500,000 $500,000 that he wouldn't have made if they increased the price and basically just there there was no excuse you could make to there was no way you could defend his action after she was done. Oh yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's thing like greed greed really drives greed drives capitalism, you yep. feel me? Like 
you know, I'm not going to sit here up here and be like, I don't know. I feel like if capitalism has benefited you, you enjoy it. If capitalism has disenfranchised you, you don't enjoy it. That's really as, as deep as it goes. Like people enjoy systems that help them out and people hate systems that put them in a tough position. I can never be sure until, unless I get in that position, I can never be sure how I would behave. Mm. But I don't believe I could do that. What do you and mean? I think could do what? Oh, make that right. Raise the price. I mean, because I guess for me, it's because at a certain point, I can't think of anything I would want with a certain amount of money. It's kind of like because it's so. Do you money, think that you can't do it because it's medicine or just because it's product? Oh no, I I think I couldn't behave that way. Number one, because of like just personal moral standards, because in America, the number one way that people who aren't poor become poor is yeah. through health care, whether yeah. they get. Okay, so the basically number, it's because it because it's medicine and health care related. Yes. You don't exactly. think that you could jack up the price. Yes, because in America, the most common way that people who aren't poor become poor is if they get hurt or they get sick. Yeah, because they go bankrupt trying to pay off hospital bills. Right. Yeah. Two things that are completely out of your control. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. mostly out of your control. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, unless so. you walk around without masks and get COVID. <laughs> but, uh, That's true, too. <laughs> all right, so then now, so we talked about it for in a medical sense. All right, you couldn't raise your price if it was medical. Mm-hmm. Could you raise your price? Say you make the best computer ever, okay? Yeah. Say, initially, my computer comes out, I charge... A thousand dollars for it, mm-hmm. but I realized that my computer has multifaceted, uh, multifaceted uses. Mm-hmm. So that I jacked the price up on my computer because I think that it's no longer worth one thousand dollars. I think mm-hmm. that it's worth three thousand dollars. Can you do that? Uh, y- yes, because I don't think there's any. I don't really see any downside to doing that because, first, I mean, people spending. $3,000? I mean, that's the thing about it. So it's only because... So you're saying that you can't um, jack up your prices and basically create... Inf- not inflation. Yeah. But you can't charge more for your product only mm-hmm. specifically because it's healthcare and not necessarily because it is... So like I said, if it was a computer, with a, for a different example, you can yeah. do it with a computer. Yeah. I would say that I couldn't do that because my morals wouldn't let me. If it's medicine and I know how people need medicine, you know, the whole insulin situation is crazy. Yeah. You know, people with diabetes needs insulin um, to, like, maintain their well-being. People right. with diabetes need insulin. And it's like, we're, it's so much, it costs so much more here than anywhere else. And oh, yeah. Because, right. Right. Because so we have like the worst that. diets in the world. Well, no, the medicine costs, yeah, I'll costs say- more because... Of because we jack up the prices, right, but we right. also need it more than yeah. everybody else because Americans' diets are horrible. We're the fattest country yeah. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like, on the other hand, when it comes to consumer items, like if I make a really fancy laptop, you know, I, I think 
in that case, it's about how much are you willing to pay for it. If you have the money and you want to buy it, then you can buy it. So it's I, basically. I don't see the moral issue with. I don't see the moral issue with raising it as high as people will pay for it because that is business. Yeah. So you'd capitalize off of people wants, but not capitalize off of people's needs. Yep. You know, three thousand dollars means is worse. Three thousand dollars is worth different amounts to everyone. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. Three thousand three thousand dollars does not go as far in everybody's household. Cause like um, Apple recently made a computer that if you get it fully decked out, it can be fifty thousand dollars. Jesus. And. One this guy this guy made a a car. Yeah. That's a damn good car, actually. (laughs) Yeah. This guy made a joke where I'm like, I'm bet there's some billionaire out there whose daughter is gonna beg and beg for that computer and he's gonna give it to her and she's just gonna watch YouTube and email on it. Yeah. Like she's not gonna use a fifty thousand dollar components inside. She's just gonna use it to watch YouTube and email. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, the you know, the amount money is worse is c- different to everyone. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh. I guess that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like I said, I just feel like, I don't know, is it their, oh yeah, I mean, it is their decision. I was about to ask, is it the pharmaceuticals? Because I guess everything is for profit, um, no matter what it is. Um, yeah. Like I said, education's. Like public service mm-hmm. is not is still people's public service still somewhat needs to create revenue. I don't think like if you take um, if you take college education, right? These schools they're making money. Do they care about your education? Probably a little bit, but do they care about making their revenue? And building buildings and paying their chancellors, paying their deans, all of that, that's what they really care about. They want them bonuses. Yeah, I think I think that um, there are situations where it can't be mainly about profit because but that doesn't mean that people won't make it about profit though. Right. It it should I guess to make it more accurate, it should not be mainly about profit. And I think that's where government is supposed to fix that. And that's the whole but purpose But they do their for, shit for profit, too. Right, right. <laughs> that's the whole purpose of taxes. So, like, for instance, you know, the United States Postal Service doesn't need to make a profit because if they did... So, like, for example, one thing I read is um, they, if the United States Postal Service made, was built for profit... Everyone between Kentucky and Nevada would never get any mail because it would not be profitable to service all that all huge that. land in the middle. So, like, there's situations where those, those people Just who need a service. So, yeah. basically, it, it, it's worth more to get mail from New York to Idaho. It costs more money. So, yeah. say you deliver, you want to give your grandma a note. Yeah. She lives in Idaho. So, the the resources that they're going to use cost entirely too much money to take your letter from New York to mm-hmm. Idaho. Yep. Then it's worth. Yeah. You know, it's just you, it's yeah. 
send her text, bro. So they wouldn't, they just wouldn't even do it, and those people would be dried up. Uh, so um, basically, that's like one example where you know those people need access to get packages some way. So mm-hmm. you need to create an entity that can do that, and that entity will can't make a profit, but it needs to exist. Yeah. And and then you have other situations like you know. Uh, veterans healthcare and like oh, healthcare yeah. in general. Healthcare is regardless. Healthcare yeah. in general, yeah. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It is that way, but ideally it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. What can you do? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Think I we're good? think that will be it for the episode. Yeah. Tune in next week.